So let's return for a shortish period to um, something we continue what we were doing earlier. And this time I want to focus a little more fully on the head. Direct exploration of energies and forms in the head. You can do this standing. Uh, but you might want to do it sitting because when you release things in your head you can feel a little bit dizzy. About 15 minutes. Benefit of standing is uh, you've got that sense of the, the quite a powerful feeling of stability you know, because the legs are really holding that bracing sense. Uh, you don't drift off. The energies are held by the standing position. So your choice, and do it either way, or you can stand for a bit and sit down. Uh, it's kind of not ideal to just deal with the head alone, but um, I don't want to. It's going to be quite a lot to go through the whole body, but we might start with just that sense of the entire body here. Remembering, because we're by default uh, front sensitive, and so you want to make sure you're back sensitive to balance it out. Back is as important as front. Yeah. Yeah. So in fact, uh, probably good to incline towards being aware of your spine. back of your head, how the head sits on the neck, the axis point, the axis bone, you don't have to name it but you can feel there's the neck and then there's a, actually there's a tiny little notch between the neck bone and the head, the cranium, a notch, a little space there. And before we go any further with that, remember we tend to be top balanced or top heavy, so spend a little bit of time descending to the base of your felt body, whether that's your feet, your bottom, your legs as you're sitting on the chair or the cushion, that nice firm base where you really are meeting the ground. Almost, almost settling into it and open to the ground beneath you, given, and the space around you. So if you're sitting, then the space around you, abdominal area, hips and abdomen, start there. You can breathe really fully, loosely, loose flexion of the abdomen helps to dissipate fear. 
abdominal centers to do with primary reflexes, fear being the primary one. Threat, fear, anxiety grips the belly. We can feel safe around the abdomen, open the throat, really allow the full breathing out, wait, don't pull the breath in, just wait. until it arises and coming up into your chest region and with breathing, um, maybe this is going to take a little longer. Can't <laughs> uh, quite decide how long these things will take. But when you get the fullness of the breathing in your abdominal region, like a ball opening in all directions, that's obviously swelling in front. Slightly to the side, even slightly pressing down. As you inhale, and even slight change in the back, the lower back, as the breathing, as the belly opens. So go global on that, all around, above and below. And uh, the pause between the two being very helpful to relax the diaphragm. Diaphragm, otherwise the diaphragm often pulls the breath in before it's happening naturally. Diaphragm is the place of willpower. Often it's set to a default. In our haste we pull breath in because we want to get going. Uh, now, deliberately asking yourself, just breathe out, don't even expect another breath in. Feel that sense of energy receding to open state. Nothing wrong with the open state, that's fine. Rather light, actually. Open state, relaxing, and then allow the inhalation to begin. As if the breath energy itself knows exactly what to do, you don't, the diaphragm is not needed to dominate it. It really should moderate but not dominate. 
and how it moderates is in line with the breathing as inhalation progresses diaphragm opens the chest it kind of descends to create a larger cavity in the chest so this is the ball in the belly the big open ball then moves up into the chest Relaxing the tongue, keeping the throat open and uh, keeping this lateral sense across the top of the chest. Mm. They're not closing the throat. Um, allow that. And uh, heart is all about, on another level, it's about this area is affected by mm, grief. Sadness causes it to close. Opening is joyful. Uh, suppressed grief leads to a kind of gloom. We're not wailing, but at the same time we're not joyful. It means that the energy in the chest doesn't really fully expand or we open up and for in the condition which we've not been able to manage with loss and grief uh, a slight closure against it stop it get over it and the result is a kind of gloom or pessimism or dulling of heart vibrancy So these two places in the cavities where the arms join the body, imagine you have a like a V, letter V, tip of it sits on your sacrum, sorry, on your sternum, your breastbone, the two tops of it sit inside the cavities there, and as you open your chest, that whole line from the centre of the chest up to the top of the arms expands not contracted throwing off the shield gently sh shifting the shield
Relax the tongue and open the throat. Mm. Feel the warm breath fluid, like a fluid or a mist or even a fragrance. And your throat is just gently wrapped around that. It's open, but it's not void. Up into the glottis, that's the back of the palate, top of the throat, where the nasal passages enter. Keeping the mouth, tongue relaxed, aware of the cavern of the mouth, the cavity of the mouth. So from this place, in the back of your top of your throat, back of your mouth, you can sense the nasal chambers, the nasal channels. Open. No pulling. No dragging breath in. Just open. Nasal channels are open. The areas behind your eyes, under your skin of your face, relaxes. And pinching, face closed, letting the face be open. Internally, there's openness and open energy. Loosening the skin, the mask. Feel the energy streaming gently through the nasal chambers, nasal cavities. Suffusing the head like fragrance. Opening around the eyes, these obvious open places in the head, the most obvious ones, the eye sockets. So the eyeballs are floating rather than gripped. The mouth, the jaw, doesn't need to clench, tongue relaxed, feeling aware of the cavity of the mouth being its most important feature. 
No mouth is not a mouth unless it's got a space in it. Helps the cheeks to relax. Because these areas, facial muscles, are mostly to do with expression, grimace, smile, approve, frown, sharp eyes, loving smile, they are embedded with potential data. What happens if we relax that? Not necessarily having an issue with the data, but we're just with the facial muscles. That's all. Maintaining awareness of the structure, its firmness. There is a head, but it's an open one. last obvious um, open place is the temples. Then we come to subtler points, centre of the forehead. with a frown, exclamation, the struggling with a problem, all that triggering causes these tissues to tighten up, determination, Let's relax. If that, as that becomes more possible, you might sense your scalp and crown. There's a point in the skull which is still open. How we got out of the birth canal was having a origami skull. It could squash down to become something like a cucumber. All the plates were very flexible. Still, there are those lines on the head, on the skull, where they meet. You have a small cavity, the crown. Just feel for where you sense the most topmost point of your head. open space above you.
the last point is pretty subtle but this mm, where your neck and your cranium meet tiny little notch there essentially this means your head is not screwed down onto your shoulders it's floating so if you practice with the image of the floating ball on top of a fountain that will probably give the signal the body is open to signals fear signals pressure signals you know, it's also open to signals that do the opposite, take the pressure off. And this is uh, beauty of somatic intelligence. It does signals, picks up signals. Signal here, no pressure, safe. Mm in your own warm space opening 